Today, we are talking about three takeaways to consider when strengthening romantic relationships, both old and new. And these are all inspired by reality TV. <laughs> I know, not very spiritual of me, but I can't help it. It's like my guilty pleasure. Hey friend, welcome to Awakened and Unfiltered, where I help you find empowerment in your journey towards personal and spiritual growth. My name is Maudie. I'm a grief survivor turned intuitive medium and mindset coach. I'm a wife and fur mom. I love God, but I've had my own personal misalignment with some of the church messages. I know what it's like to feel stuck in a cycle of frustration, impatience, and numbness. I know what it's like to cry out to heaven feeling unsure of who you're supposed to be and how you're supposed to be that. I know your empathy, your worry for everyone else more than yourself. I tried to filter myself, put on a happy face, look for external love to make me feel whole, but it just left me feeling lost, angry, and disconnected. I finally realized I needed to step into my true authentic self, let go of society's expectations, and lean into love and curiosity. I'm still learning to trust my intuition and align my everyday battles with my purpose and goals. Care to come along this journey together? It's time for that much needed break. Take a deep breath, put your headphones in, and let's go on a walk. There's no one size fits all at the Awakened and Unfiltered podcast. Okay, I really want to be honest with you. Lately, I have been watching way more reality TV than I'd like to admit. And my type of reality TV is typically love-based, so I really like uh, Love is Blind, The Ultimatum, The Bachelor, um, Too Hot to Handle, like that type of reality TV. And I don't know, when I was watching it the other day, I was telling Dallas, my husband, all of these takeaways, and he kind of inspired me to go ahead and make an episode on that. So... Here we are. Today's episode is going to include three different takeaways to consider when strengthening romantic relationships, and it's inspired by reality TV. So takeaway number one is growing comfortable with imperfection. I think this is super important when we are first looking to build these new romantic relationships, but also when you're already in a romantic relationship. And the reason I don't say accept imperfection is because I think it's not about accepting all of these flaws. I think it's about being comfortable that there's always going to be new flaws. So sure, when Dallas and I first got together, there were strengths and weaknesses we each carried and that we brought into the relationship. And over the course of the relationship, there's been some weaknesses that have become strengths that we've grown and improved on. And now there's maybe new weaknesses that are coming about and new imperfections, so to say. And I think that one of the most important things that we can do as partners is to grow comfortable with knowing that these things are going to pop up, these imperfections are going to show and to release the expectation that they should be perfect because that's my spouse or because um, I'm considering you as a spouse or as a partner. 
So just remembering that, you know, everyone is a work in progress. I'm a work in progress. He's a work in progress. And then our relationship together is a work in progress. It'll always be a work in progress. We're always looking to grow and expand and see where life takes us. So there's no like ready-made person in a Barbie box ready to be handed over to you at any point in time. Not, you know, on the first date, not on your wedding night, not any day. So just uh, growing comfortable and releasing control of this need and desire for something perfect. I know that society today really like glorifies this idea of perfect, I think. And this, you know, we celebrate filters, we celebrate non-authenticity. And so I think it's important to release that and to be more centered with reality and it's not necessarily about settling but it's just about um not letting these imperfections bother you as much as maybe they could and just yeah I don't know growing comfortable with the twists and turns and the new problems that come up and addressing them and trying to work through them the second takeaway that I want to talk about is priority versus potential. So when I say potential, I think of it kind of as a resume. So I've seen different dating sites. I've never been on one myself, but I've seen them from friends. And I can't help but think that a dating site almost lays someone's profile out as like a LinkedIn profile as a resume and says, okay, you know, this is my family life. Uh, This is what I like to do. This is my occupation. These are a few pictures of me. And it's so resume style. Like you can't get the energy of someone through just those little bit of facts or this picture of them. I think it's so much deeper than that. So I think that it's important to not judge someone based on their resume, on their potential. Okay, well, this person maybe graduated college and this one didn't. So maybe that speaks to the potential of each of them, but it doesn't speak to like who they are at a deeper level. And I think that's where relationships fall short is I think that there's too many people who are looking at who you could be based on maybe your family, based on your history, based on who you were before and not like who you are today. And I think that's what priority does is it doesn't care like what your goals are. It's more so like, what are you doing now? And when it comes to priorities, I think that's something that you can learn over time. That's something that you can connect with someone and kind of read their priorities. Someone doesn't have to tell you, oh, I prioritize that. It's good to be able to vocalize that. But a lot of times you can see priorities through actions. And so if someone has to choose between, I don't know, sleeping in in the morning on a Saturday or going to the gym, that priority is going to speak out. Or maybe um, someone who would rather go to a baseball game than go to a family barbecue. like Or go to church versus going uh, to the gym. Or I don't know. 
all these different options. Everyone has to make decisions at all parts of their day, every day. And I think that it's just valuable to like pay attention to those priorities and figure out like, where do I land on those priorities? Where do your, where does your family land in those priorities, your health, your growth, your career and decide, do these priorities align with my priorities as the other side of the equation, as the other partner? And is that something I want to walk into or is that something that maybe I want to stay into? Um, Dallas and I specifically, we always meet, I don't know, every six months to a year and we write out our priorities. So um, it's kind of our goals, but it's like what goals are priority versus other goals. You know, so for us specifically, like we may have a goal of going on vacations and then we also have a goal of, you know, maybe buying a house one day and we judge, you know, which one is more important to us today. And it's really interesting to see that change and to have that conversation and catch back up with each other every six months to a year and figure out like, where's our relationship? So if your priorities are this and my priorities are this, how are we going to make our relationships priorities align with that? And luckily for us, they've been the same every time. We've never had a time where they didn't align, but I'm sure one day that's going to come. And I think it's just about communicating and explaining our perception and being open-minded to the other person's point of view and making a decision from there. The third takeaway and last takeaway I want to talk about today is honesty. I think that dating and even once you're with someone, I think a lot of times people unknowingly are expressing themselves as who they want to be. So when someone says, even like in a job interview or when they're first meeting someone on a first date and they say, hey, who are you? Like, tell me about yourself. And a lot of people will explain themselves in the version of who they want to be, not who they are today. So they may say what they do. And that's, you know, that's not a lie, like who, they, what they do, what my hobbies are. Um, but they, I think, express it in a future tense, like who they plan to be or who they're striving to be and not who they actually are. So this could be something super small, like I do a deep clean of my house once a week, but then you get in the relationship and things get busy and maybe that doesn't happen. And although you weren't lying, that's what you want to grow to be. That's not who you are. So someone who that is like a really hard priority for them and another person in the relationship that it's not a hard priority for them, there's going to be conflict there because you were speaking on who you want to be and not who you are. And this is something I'm super guilty of. I always, in interviews or anything, I'm speaking of like who I want to be. I want to put myself in the best light. It's even in those like personality tests that you fill out online and it says like, oh, how organized are you? Or like, how outgoing are you? How passionate are you about this? And I always answer it on like, what type of person I want to be. And I have to consciously choose not to do that. I have to consciously be aware. Okay, no, I need to be brutally honest with where I am. Okay, this is where I am. 
And I think it's okay to say, this is where I'm trying to go. But I think it's equally, if not more important to say, but this is where I am today. And I don't think it hinders your growth or hinders your manifestation. I think it just honestly is like a self-reflection. I think it's really powerful and can almost help you get there because you're looking at the gap between where you are now and where you want to be and maybe even consciously creating steps to get there or consciously um, trying to shift your mindset on how you can get there. So look, yeah, I mean, I am no perfect spouse and I'm not in a perfect relationship by any means, but I just wanted to share three takeaways that I got from reality TV and that I thought could be valuable insights for others. So I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to this episode. I'm excited to see if it helps you or if there's anyone you want to share it with that you know it would help them. I know this is kind of a different topic for me, but I really feel like my podcast is going to be about spirituality, self-development, and how that intertwines with your day-to-day life. And relationships are a huge part of your daily life and who you are and where you're going, who you're becoming, and who you're growing into. So, of course, that's going to be part of it. And I guess if you have any additional questions or comments or you're ready to join our private community, go ahead and find the link in the show notes to our private Facebook group. We'd love to have you and we're excited to hear your unique perspective and experiences. Hey friend, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's show or if you learned something new, Can you do me a favor? Will you head over to iTunes and search for Awakened and Unfiltered? Leave a review and subscribe to the channel. I'd be so grateful and I'd love to connect with you over on social media. My username is at Awakened and Unfiltered. I'll see you soon. Sending love and abundance until next time.